going on, everybody? This is Joe from the band Pasadena, and you're listening to the Curioso Podcast. Peace. So I remember several years ago, I came over to Chris's house for a barbecue. Don't remember the occasion, but I came around to the back door. Everybody's out there, and I, I didn't see Chris. And as soon as I turned the corner, there he was in a kiddie pool in swim trunks and a beer in his hand. I think he had a soy burger or something. I don't remember what it was. But he was the biggest, most awkwardest, hairiest mermaid I've ever seen. Curioso. A Curioso is someone who inquires in esoteric matters. A collector of knowledge. Curioso I'm Christopher Scarborough. And I'm Joe Taylor. And welcome to the Curioso Podcast. So, Joe, today's mm-hmm. topic will be mermaids. Mermaids. That's right, that's right. We uh, we go all over the place here. Yeah, so, even under the sea. <laughs> <laughs> so, one of the things that... Uh, that I just wanted to mention before we really get started is I, I there's so much information about mermaids that uh, I've been doing a lot of like research and homework uh, when mm-hmm. I'm at home and uh, my son asked me today he asked me uh, daddy are you going to mermaid class tonight <laughs> and I said yes son I am going to mermaid class with Mr. Joe right so but yeah, uh, that boy is gonna be so screwed up later he, yeah he's gonna <laughs> <laughs> My daddy breathes fire, and he's a mermaid. <laughs> no, I just have mermaid class. Oh, sorry. You're training to be a mermaid. Well, you never know. Yeah, well, if we get those motorcycle classes, man, that's going to be really hard to explain. <laughs> so, mermaids. What is a mermaid? Half man, half woman. Either, either one, not half man, half woman. That'd be really awkward. Uh, so, half-human, half-fish creature from legend, countless, cre- or countless cultures have noted and drawn depictions and spotted these, these, these rare mystical creatures um, spanning thousands and thousands of years. I mean, probably ever since we've been seafaring. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. That, that's about the time, you know, when uh, in the... Paleolithic era, the Stone Age, um, when we first started venturing out into the sea as, you know, cultures, and they found cave paintings of mermaids, you know, that date back 30,000 years. That's insane. Yeah, that's a long time. Yes, it is. (laughs) Homer, the great Greek writer and philosopher, wrote about mermaids in the Odyssey. In the ancient Far East, mermaids were the wives of powerful sea dragons. Even in uh, Australia, the Aborigine people call them Yak Yaks, the name that refers to their mesmerizing song. And like I said, um, cave paintings have been found throughout different continents. Mm -hmm. Very, 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 very old myth. You know, before the Greeks, before 
you know, everybody. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they but they still wind through all of those cultures. Uh, yeah. Still. Yeah. So I mean, not only do they go so far back, but I mean, uh, and and we'll talk about this a little bit later on. But uh, there are some people who uh, ha- have been trying to perpetuate that myth very, very recently. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, definitely. So some famous sightings throughout history: uh, Christopher Columbus, fourteen ninety three. He reported seeing mermaids while exploring the Caribbean. I mean, that's the, the you know, Christopher that, that Columbus. Was, that was his best discovery since uh, 1492. <laughs> right? Exactly, yeah. <laughs> Found this place, let's go find the Caribbean, and some mermaids. Hans Christian Andersen, he reported seeing something, you know, like mermaids, and that's what inspired him for his, his novel in uh, 1837. And uh, he was Danish. 1608, Henry Hudson, the explorer and discoverer, discoverer of the Hudson River reported seeing a mermaid on his trip to Russia. In some back country where he was exploring, he spotted a mermaid. Russian mermaids. Hey, why not? Mm-hmm. Um, John Smith, the explorer, also helped uh, settle the colonies in North America. He reported sighting a mermaid off the coast of Massachusetts in 1614. It was probably just a uh, just a really, really large lobster. But I mean, uh, who knows? <laughs> you think he broke out the butter? Or yeah, yeah. Or <laughs> probably. I mean, you know, a lot of these sightings. Uh, you know, we. I don't. I'm not sure whether we were going to talk about this now, but. Uh, so many of these sightings, though, they, these people didn't see, they never saw porpoises before. Right. They never saw manatees before. Right. That's pro- I mean, most likely that's what they were. Right. You know, yeah. that it, are these marine mammals that, they're, they, that they never saw. And, mm-hmm. you know, so they, you know, that you see it so far off and they, you know, thought it had breasts. Right. I mean, at that point, they were probably seeing everything with breasts. Yeah, you're on a ship you know, for, for that several long. months. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Um, but even 2004, okay, 2004, off the coast of Chennai, which is in India, maybe Chini, it's C-H-E-N-N-A-I, sorry if I messed that up, um, reportedly a mermaid corpse was photographed. Really? Yeah. But it could be a hoax. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't, there's no report that I found that there was an autopsy done. All they did was they saw the, the, the photograph and that's it, you know. And yeah. I think when the people came back, of course, the body was gone, so. Yeah, but, you know, when things have been, you know, washed up along the beach like that. Mm-hmm. You, you get a lot of tissue damage and things oh, like yeah. that. I, I saw one where they thought that they possibly might have found the Jersey Devil or something like mm-hmm. that, you know, uh, off a coast somewhere. And um, I mean, it was basically just a dog that had probably went overboard. Yeah. His nose yeah. was mostly gone. And, and you know, if you get a sea lion or something like mm-hmm. that, and it's, it's degraded, yeah. and it's been beaten along the sand and along the surf, it's going to look very different than what you, than what you think it is. Yeah, there was a case you know? um, 
early 90s where they thought they had a body of an Architeuthis, mm -hmm. the, the, the giant squid. Turns out um, it wasn't. It was a whale, uh, like a blue whale, a humpback whale, mm -hmm. that had died, natural causes or something, and l this enormous chunk of blubber, you know, 20, 30 foot chunk of blubber was floating around in the ocean, and they thought it was the, the carcass of a, of a giant squid. Mm -hmm. Just, I mean, it degraded, animals ate off of it. It looks very gelatinous and squiddy-like. I mean, call me a skeptic if you want. I don't skeptic. know. Skeptic. I don't, I don't know if, if, if mermaids actually exist. Right. It's possible. I, I have an open mind. Sure. You know, I, I mean, from we've been, we have cave paintings. Yeah. What's the, the, the show me state? Uh, Missouri. Yeah. So I should have been from Missouri because show it to me, show me evidence, real facts and figures. I want to touch it and poke it and smell it. Then I'll believe it. I get that. So do you want to know some of the different types of mermaids that have been around and have been seen and categorized? So there's more than one type of mermaid. Yeah. Not just the fishy tail with a beautiful woman on top. I mean, it could be fish on top, woman on bottom. That is, uh, <laughs> that doesn't sound as fun. Right. I, oh, I don't well, know. It depends on your, I don't it know. It depends on who you are. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we're dude on top, fish on bottom, fish on top, dude on, you know, cat on top. But anyway, okay, some of the types. So from Scotland, the Selkie is a seal-like creature that's half human, half seal. Mm-hmm. So just... Which, which half is the seal? It, it I don't know. Top oh. or bottom? <laughs> <laughs> this is... You know, I have to apologize. We are really trying to be as appropriate as possible. But, the, uh, yeah, we're going to do our best through this to not giggle and cackle. But... Um, can't be helped. So, yeah, cannot Can't be, be helped. helped. No. Mm -mm. So try to be as uh, as as prudent as possible. Um, so then you've got from Japan the ningyo, which is just a human from the neck up. So you're talking a fish from from neck down. So it's a fish with a human head. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, then you've got different variations of water spirits and naiads from the Greek cultures mm -hmm. uh, and they, they wide array of, of variations through that and you've got stuff like the Naga from uh, Hindu now, culture. I thought the Naga was a uh, was like a snake on the bottom with a human head yeah from Hindu culture mm -hmm. that's what it is it's a serpent okay oh yeah. I guess yeah I mean if it, well, yeah it's a fish, but I mean, like a serpent is a reptile, so I don't know. It could be an eel. Yeah, you're you know? right. Yeah, eel. Yeah. I mean, there are they're very similar sea okay. snakes. Mm -hmm. You know, which are very eel. -like. I mean, nobody gave it an autopsy, so they're not Ex sure whether it's cold blooded exactly. or well, actually fish are cold blooded too. Right. Okay. Right. So then you have the kasig, which is upper parts of human and the body of a trout, specifically a trout. It has to be a, a trout. What if it's a lake trout? I don't know if there's I mean, is a difference. Like I don't know. Yeah, I, I, don't I mean, know. If there's a lot of fish places in Baltimore that yeah. have lake trout. Um, so then you have the Nix, which is uh, is it N I X N I X uh, from Germanic 
mythology. And they were kind of cool because they were shapeshifters. So they'd be humanoid, you know, half human, half mermaid. And then they could also half human, half snake or, you know, half human, you know, some variation of that. Like snake, fish, mermaidish type thing. Well, that's thing. that's also something that that kind of runs through most of the stories that you hear right, about right. mermaids is that you have a mermaid and she falls in love with somebody, probably, and and she is somehow allowed to get on land and mm-hmm. uh, her fish tail is split and she's allowed to have legs for a month or a week or what right, have you. Right. And so a lot of those stories, you know, they are some sort of shape shifter. Or change it because they're magical. They're magical creatures. Right. You'd hope for the so. most part. Yeah. yeah. Um, so then, just a few other ones. You've got the Rasalka, which is Slavic, and uh, I think this is where the the siren thing comes in. Um, yeah. The, 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 uh, they well, were they were known specifically for seducing sailors and men, like like in Homer's Odyssey. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. To to their doom. Like, whether it was to take their treasure or... Now, what I've heard stories about the siren is that the... the si- now, also, the siren, uh, they, they have some sort of thing like where, where some sirens have been, like, kind of birds, and right. others have been kind of, like, uh, like mermaid-type creatures. But there was also some sort of story where uh, the muses got in a argument with the sirens mm-hmm. and uh, the muses sung better than the sirens did okay and they had to pluck all their feathers and when they did they they, they were so embarrassed that they dove into the sea and became fish creatures ah. so that was one of the stories that gotcha, I read gotcha. but um, <clears throat> I mean I, the 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 also you know there's there's a certain siren mm-hmm. that I know that you feel very strongly for I do and uh, <laughs> And uh, that would be the Milsane. Ah, yes. The Milsane, or, or M- Milsine. Mil- yeah, Milsine. Milsine is specifically a, a mermaid that has two separate fishtails. Mm-hmm. And she's typically depicted uh, with the fishtails sort of uh, split on either side of her. And right. she's holding one in each in hand. Each hand. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and where do you know that from? Uh... Starbucks from Star the Starbucks logo. Yeah. Absolutely, it was the original Starbucks logo when they first started. They got the idea from a 15th century woodcut, and mm-hmm. Starbucks uh, is out of Seattle. Yes, and they wanted something that had to do with their seafaring nature uh, because of you know the city, the coastal, and yeah, of yeah. course Starbucks comes from Moby Dick. Mm-hmm. Um, they originally, I think, wanted to call it Moby Dick, yeah. but they they. they it was too strong of a name or something like mm-hmm. that. They didn't want, well, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so they decided to call it Starbucks and not after the dude from the, the old sci-fi show. No, no, yeah. no. Right. But, uh, so, and they, so they've, they've gone through a few different changes. If you take a look at like, and I don't have this on the show notes too. Mm-hmm. Some of the old logos the are, evolution are, of yeah, the logo. are yeah. way more sexy. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you think, you know, a lady with fish legs and her breasts hanging out are sexy. But, I mean, it, it is what it is. Whatever it, floats your boat. It, that's exactly what the idea was, mm-hmm. was that um, that the Milsane, or the M- Milsane, mm-hmm. uh, was that 
the fact that she had two separate tails, right? She had you know the naughty bits, right? So yeah. it was able to you were able to procreate with her. Yes. she was originally some kind of a freshwater spirit, mm -hmm. and then you know eventually I guess got swept out to sea. <laughs> yeah. So they they've they've unsexied the logo down and made it a little now more streamlined. Now it's just a head. And yeah, they, some they, hair, mm -hmm. and then just the 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 basic outline of, of the fins. fish tails. Yeah, yeah, you see, they actually the fluke. They they had it uh, like a little. You could see the whole the whole thing, mm -hmm. uh, but it was less. It was sexy down. Right. But then they even decided to go further and just kind of focus in on just her face. Yeah. yeah. So they kind of zoomed in the camera a little yeah. bit. But that's the evolution of a brand, you mm -hmm. know. But uh, it, it is kind of funny how how it has transitioned over the years. Well, one of my favorite, uh, the, I, I one of my favorite mermaid type creatures. Mm -hmm. um, uh, you you think of uh, Poseidon, yeah. yeah uh, you think of uh, King Neptune, you know, and those are the uh, Greek and Roman gods, uh, respectively, yeah. um, uh, of the sea. And uh, I think it was Poseidon specifically, though. He actually would ride on a chariot mm -hmm. across the ocean, but. Uh, his he didn't have just horses. Right. They weren't just horses. They were horses with fish tails, and they're typically depicted with uh, like uh, kind of scaly sort of manes, sort of mm -hmm. looking like uh, kelp yeah, and things yeah, like that yeah. coming off of them. And those are called called uh, hippocampi mm -hmm. or or the hippocampus. Yeah, the hippocampus. Yeah, and it's actually uh, it's really cool. Like I've actually ridden on this sort of thing on a on a carousel. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, they yeah, always have that. And, and uh, also, uh, in Ocean City, Maryland, I also rode on their carousel, and they also have a Capricorn. A Capricorn? Uh-huh. A Capricorn or the sea goat. So that's, oh, yeah. that is the half goat and half fish. Mm -hmm. um, so as you know, the Capricorn uh, is the sea goat, uh, and it is also the... Um, astrological the sign. The astrological sign for December 3rd. 21st through January 20th okay. and it also is also technically my sign right so but the uh, the the sea goat were were Greek mm -hmm. okay and the, the the story with the sea goat is that um, it was Pricus uh, that's p-r-i-c-u-s mm -hmm. don't giggle Joe <laughs> uh, he was the father of the sea goat race and he was actually Kronos the god of time had created Pricus. Okay. Okay. So, um, so Kronos uh, and Pricus, I guess because Kronos created him, very yeah. much like Superman and Cher had the ability to turn back time. Right. Which is oddly enough because Cher uh, was also in a movie uh, called Mermaids. Yeah, and she's got uh, a goat. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it was like a 1990 film, and. Yeah. Uh, uh, and which I don't really want to talk about anymore because I had nothing to do with mermaids yeah. except for what it was called. Yeah. Um, uh, except for the fact that, uh, uh, what's his name, Bob Hoskins? Yeah, Bob Hoskins. W Bob Hoskins was mm -hmm. in it, and he was a fire eater. Yeah. Because I always yeah. got a screw side shows in there somehow. Yeah, so anyway, back to, uh, uh, off of the tangent and back onto it. O onto the, the campus. Exactly. Um, so they were both able to manipulate time, and what happened were the sea goats started climbing onto the shore uh, to like sun themselves. Mm -hmm. So, and they were very much suited to be able to do that because of their front hooves, they could pull themselves right, over right. the sand. Yeah. So what was happening through through their kind of evolution, quote unquote, they would start to lose their tails. But not only would they start to lose their tails and grow 
back legs mm-hmm. and back hooves, the hooves that with that they were losing like their magic basically okay. and they were starting to get dumb and they weren't able to talk anymore so they were basically turning into regular goats huh so it's like the whole tadpole thing exactly yeah so the tadpole yeah. loses his tail becomes stupid and, the, and then hops away and he's a frog exactly now uh no matter how much prickus warned them they all decided to keep on to keep on to yeah. keep on doing it so what he would do is he would turn back time and, uh, and and warn them and say and forbid them completely say you are not allowed to go on the shore no matter what they would keep crawling back onto the shore and losing their their, their intellect yeah so eventually he decided he would give up so he said you know I can't do anything about them I just have to be okay with the fact that they are my children and they're going to do what they want to do there's a moral of the story if you okay. can't tell yeah, yeah. so he goes to Kronos <laughs> who is I guess technically his father or creator yeah. and uh, he says I can't do it anymore take away my immortality and kill me hmm. and Chrono says no but what I will do is I'll throw you up into the stars so you can look down on even the highest mountaintop and see all of your children and that's what he does and that's the reason why he is uh, the Capricorn sign yeah, yeah the constellation there. Mm-hmm. nice so then the other variations of the Campo or the Kempi, you've got Leo Campos, which are uh, fish-tailed lions. Oh, they got one of those at the um, carnival at the, the carousel too. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you've got the the Taro Campos, which is the fish-tailed leopard, or sorry, the fish-tailed bull. A bull and a fish. Yeah. Fish, I think fish I, bowl. It's got a taste. Just, funny. just say fish bowl. Fish bowl. See? <laughs> Fish bull. Um, then you've got the... Is it Parta La Campos? Yeah, Parta La Campos. We are just going to butcher these I all know, over the place. It's horrible. That's a leopard? Yeah. Um, and you've got the Agi Campos, which is the fishtail goat. Yeah, which uh, were the... Um, the offspring. The of, offspring of oh. Prickus. <laughs> Would you like to say that a few times? <clears throat> Go ahead, just get it out. Prickus, prickus, prickus. So my act, the scarred and dangerous thrill show, I'm only one half of. The other half is Dangerous D. He's currently living in California, and he's going to call in from time to time to give you his two cents about all of our topics here on The Curioso. Now, all dangers considered, a moment with Dangerous D. So, we have mermaids and mermen, and contrary to popular belief, they are f***ing real. I'm not talking about little sea monkeys and mythological creatures and I'm talking about real life, half people, half fish, living, breathing, functioning beings. You can argue any point you want, but if you know me, you'll lose, because there are hundreds of documented cases supported by scientific evidence that mermaids and mermen have existed in the past and still actually exist today. Now, I'm not just saying this because my fantasy is to be swept into the ocean and turned into a merman by a mermaid that looks like Wonder Woman. No, I haven't even thought about that. I'm saying it because it is the truth. Look, even Christopher Columbus 
reported seeing mermaids while he traveled through the Caribbean. And Tom Hanks and John Candy, they made an entire feature film about mermaids. I know you remember the movie Splash. I mean, come on. Daryl Hannah doesn't lie. Dangerous D, over and out. So in 1842, Dr. Jay Griffin showed up in New York City, and it wasn't a surprise that he showed up in New York City because there's been all kinds of letters written from uh, institutions from England to America telling the, the media, basically, mm-hmm. uh, all the reporters that he was going to show up. And not only is he going to show up, he is going to show up with a mermaid. A mermaid that was caught near the Fiji Islands. Mm -hmm. So basically his bounty preceded him. Now, uh, the late, great P.T. Barnum. Phineas. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Phineas Taylor Barnum Mm -hmm. decided to try and explain to him that he needs to bring this Fiji mermaid Mm -hmm. to show in his New York museum. Right. And Dr. J. Griffin says, no, he's not going to do it. So, uh, P.T. Barnum uh, decides that the woodcut that he has made to basically promote this whole thing, right, he says, they... well, I can't use this now. Okay. So, he basically gives it to all the newspapers and he says, oh, do with it what you want to do. Uh-huh. So, they print the story of course. about the fact that Mr. Griffin has denied Mr. Barnum and, you know, the, of course they, and of course the wood cuttings are these like three voluptuous uh, yeah, mermaids. Yeah, yeah. So uh, basically what happens with all this publicity, Mr. Griffin is now being pushed by everyone in New York that wants to see these mermaids. Of course. So of course he eventually says, you know, I mean, it's, they're, everybody's in a mermaid frenzy at, right, that, at that right. time. So eventually he agrees to, you know, to show it in Mr. Barnum's mm-hmm. uh, museum. Uh, but he also lectures about it. Okay. And he talks about how the, uh, how the, you have a lion on land and then you also have a sea lion. Right, right. And, and you know, and he, and he goes on about, about it, how everything has its counterpart on land and in, in the sea. The correlations. So, exactly. So yeah. why would a human not have a mermaid, a, you know, a counterpart of the sea. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I I don't, I personally think that the logic might be a little flawed, but however (laughs) it is. So basically what happens is, uh, (laughs) Mr. Griffin was in on it the entire time. Wasn't, wasn't he, he was actual associate under Barnum's payroll. Yeah, he was under Barnum's payroll. Like Barnum was paying him, he he basically PT Barnum master at deception yeah. this entire time. So people wind up... An advertisement. An advertisement. <laughs> yeah. Just amazing. So all these people show up to see the mermaid mm-hmm. and then they see it's this shriveled up, mm-hmm. awful looking, terrible thing. Yeah. And it's maybe two feet long at most. Mm-hmm. And basically what it is... Go ahead. I it, know you know what it is. It's a... a Gorilla torso, a monkey no, torso. It wasn't a gorilla. That would be huge. Well, it's a, a baby. It's a it's monkey a torso. Monkey torso sewn onto a fish yeah. half. Yeah, and that's it's it. this terrible shriveled up thing that its face is just shriveled up into horror. Yeah, and of course, gnarled. just because he's created all this, 
uh, hype, pomp, pomp and circumstance yeah. and hype a, around it that everyone was just dying to see it. So mm -hmm. I just I just love that whole story. And and you can find the original Fiji mermaid has pretty much been lost to time. Yeah. But you yeah. can find some today that are floating around that people have put together. Mm -hmm. And uh, they're they're very cool. So if you get a chance to go see one uh, somewhere, you should definitely go do it. Yeah, yeah. And that's funny that uh, I watched a documentary, pseudo science documentary on uh, on mermaids. It's called Mermaids: The Body Found. The Body Found. Ooh. Ooh, ooh. But yes. one of the, one of the notes they bring up was mm -hmm. Barnum's Fiji mermaid. Yes. Yeah. And then apparently there was several years later. Apparently Barnum, there was a smaller sideshow running around Midwest, mm -hmm. and they had something called or something coined as the real mermaid. Yeah. Yeah. I, now I I and watched he, this documentary. He acquired too. it too. He acquired that, and same kind of circumstances. Like he. Didn't want to show it off right away. He wanted to build up press and get people mm -hmm. noticed about it. And then the fire happened at the American Museum, where, you know, it said it was lost. You know, lost to the fire. Okay. And then through this documentary, they they found some random pictures of of said real mermaid. All right. All right. So, this is a Animal Planet slash Discovery Channel. You know, pseudoscience. Su yeah, I, I. If you take a look at the website mm -hmm. and comb through it with a fine tooth comb, yeah, this is not a real documentary. Yeah, there are some. Okay, there, I, I'm not saying There's that some, some of the the stu stuff it's based on science, but it is. It, I'm not going to say it's a mockumentary. Right. But it is. It's a trumped up. It's based on theories yes. and different things like that. But it's it that whole thing with with. With I don't with Barnum think, with yeah. Barnum that's the yes the Fiji mermaid part that is true that is real right. that really happened but the real more mermaid portion that they got I've, a second one yeah that is I don't think that's true yeah. that's a trumped up thing yeah it has to be so um, so but it, it, it's I mean this is this this whole you know mer, it, it's basically they talk about navy cover ups and. You know, it looks the visuals mm -hmm. are very computerized looking. Very CG. And yeah, CGI yeah. and and it basically it reminds me of uh, did you ever see Monster Quest? Yeah. The yeah. the History Channel show. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, it's very much like that where it's yeah. like dramatized and yeah. everything else. It's very good. <clears throat> yeah. It is a very good documentary and I but just don't believe it. Yeah. Don't believe it. Well, the the basic story is uh, it follows three scientists who are tracking several mass whale beachings through the 90s, the 1990s, and they state that the Navy was conducting covert sound or sonar testing, and um, through that, through the sonar testing, caused the mass uh, whale beachings, which mm -hmm. does happen. Oh, it if does happen, If you disrupt yeah. the, you know, the, the sound underwater, it carries for miles. Mm -hmm. And if they're doing, you know, heavy, heavy sonar testing, that can rupture you know, uh, organs and things like that, 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 you know, mammals need to navigate and to find where they are. So through that, these scientists, they were um, uh, NOAA scientists at the time, National Oceanic Atmospheric Administration scientists, um, and they recorded a few sounds uh, that were deemed, they were called uh, the bloop sound. Mm -hmm. They were neither whale, nor dolphin, 
and this is actually recorded. Like these, this is that's what, actually a real portion, this, yeah, yeah, a real part. Because yeah. other scientists have recorded the same sounds, and no dolphin and no whale was present. You know, because those, those tones they they have a catalog, a huge list mm-hmm. of you know dolphins sing between this, you know, this decibel and this decibel, whales sing between this and this. So anyway, they found this one sound, and. Um, through, I, I don't know, conjecture, hope, what they, they thought this sound would be, you know, what else? A mermaid. Of course. You know, that's where of I Of course go. it's a mermaid. Yeah. That is the only possible conclusion. Yeah. I mean. <clears throat> that it was in a lost ancestor, a aquatic ape. Do you, do you know that, what that theory is? <clears throat> the ape, the aquatic ape theory? Most of their, their conjecture and their hearsay and, and their theory is based on that where some sometime in you know 100 200,000 years ago maybe longer uh, when human beings first turned into or first started evolving into you know uh, apes and things like that some went inland some went highland some went here some went there and some went to the sea some decided to make their homes by the sea, food and all that stuff, and the high concentration of proteins, amino acids, and everything that's in seafood mm-hmm. helped develop you know, their brains faster and bigger. One of the cool things that they were talking about in the documentary was the fact that one of the only reasons why we might be standing up straight mm-hmm. is because we were trying to keep our heads above water right, while, while we're out there in the fishing, surf fishing. Basically. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, otherwise we would might even be still walking on all fours. Right. You know, or partially on all fours. Right. So some of their other little little uh, things about that. So through that evolutionary line, the apes that went towards the water evolved in a certain fashion. You know, the webbing in their fingers got bigger, more pronounced, so they could mm-hmm. swim better. They developed fat layers, subcutaneous fat layers to mm-hmm. help insulate through the water, uh, which still to this day... We are the only creature that has that in, that has the, uh, in the ape family. Yeah, in the, the, the webbing? Yeah. In between the hands? Yeah, yeah prominent webbing. Mm-hmm. Um, same with the subcutaneous fat layer. Most apes don't have that. We do. We can I, hold but our... But, I mean, I also don't have a bullet hole. Just saying. True, true. Uh, we can also hold our breath. Like the deep sea divers, like the pearl divers and things? Yeah, the, the world record holders is like 20 minutes. That's, that's nuts. I can't even believe you could do that. But that's human beings. Mm-hmm. We are able to do that. We've evolved to do that. Why? You know, so these are, the, these are some of the points that people are like, well, if you look at the, the actual facts, mm-hmm. it's possible that the aquatic ape theory could, could be, but... Yeah, but if it was how- true, then, you know, you would have, you know, you would have people out on the sea that would see these things and report it constantly. But they did. And make... <laughs> no, that's, <laughs> that's what I was saying. That's what I was coming to. But they but... did. So you, and, you know, you would have ancient cave paintings of it and things I like know. that. I mean... I mean, and we just don't have that, obviously. Of course. We'd have sound recordings. We'd have, you know... Uh, but if, if you take some of the facts and some of the fiction, you know, there's, there's always a thread of of truth within those well those are always the best lies I know 
But that's what I'm saying. You know, in the in that documentary, which I think was the best part, was the the government conspiracies. Uh-huh. You know, to yeah. cover up the fact that mermaids exist. Um, which I mean, I personally think that'd be awesome. I think it would be pretty cool. You know, I, I'd be first in line to be like, I'm I'm gonna be a mermaid now. You know, I don't know if that would be possible. Um, can, is there a cybernetic mermaid parts we can strap on? You know, oddly enough, yeah, I, I actually do have something about that. <clears throat> so, a mermaid prosthetic. Okay. Okay. So, I mean, people, you know, there are a few people out there that craft these sort of things. Obviously, you know, there's been a few movies yeah. where they do that. But, yeah. So uh, there is a woman. Her name is Nadia Vesey. Mm-hmm. Uh, she is a double-legged amputee. Mm. Okay. She was born with a condition uh, that uh, basically she had to have both of her legs amputated. One at seven years old, the other one at sixteen. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> with her condition. Right. And she even swam competitively in high school. I mean, she she was an avid swimmer. Mm. Okay. Regardless of whether she had legs or not. What was really cool is she actually sent an email to Weta. Okay. Okay. Weta are the people that made the special effects uh, out of New Zealand yeah, for, Lord, for of the Lord of the Rings. Yeah. So uh, they, after sending an email, they decided they put a team together. Mm-hmm. And um, like I think she got a little bit of funding from someone else to cover the materials. Okay. And Weta decided they would cover all the manpower. Uh-huh. And they had a team that created a a a vacuum formed mermaid prosthetic for her. Hmm. It has a polycarbonate spine and tail fin. Wow. Okay. The skin is layered in like neoprene, which is what uh, wetsuits are made out of. Right. With a outer like lycra layer, mm-hmm. and that is like digitally printed in like a scale pattern. It's even uh-huh. kind of sparkly. And she basically swims in this. Nice. And she's planning on using, and I mean, they gave it to her. I mean, basically. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, she paid for the materials and they gave it to her. And it's really cool. And I have this all up in the show notes mm-hmm. where, you can, where you can actually see her in it. Cool. And she's planning on doing a triathlon and using that prosthetic for her swimming portion. Huh. Yeah, so it's, re- it's really cool. I mean, you know, you, you hear, you know, a few different stories about uh, people being able to change their height and, and things like that. Right. This right. woman loves to swim, and she's a mermaid now. Oh, she's a cyber mermaid. She's a cyber, cybernetic mermaid. Wow, robo-maid. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so all these, these uh, made-up mermaids, there's actually some real people that, that do this, and have been mm-hmm. doing this for a very long time. Um, there's a tradition in Japan, uh, there's these female skin divers, and they dive down for oysters and shells and stuff like that. And they're called ama, mm-hmm. and, and they were toted as being you know, live mermaids, because they would go out in you know, just a little bag for their oysters and stuff, and like a loincloth, mm-hmm. you know, and just swim down and- Hold the, their breath. Hold their breath, and get the, you know, the shells and stuff, and come back up. And um, that was just a tradition, you know, to get mm-hmm. food and trinkets and stuff like that. But then you've got, in 1947, in um, a place called Wikiwaki Springs in mm-hmm. Florida, um, they had uh, real-life, you know, trained scuba dive uh, women, mm-hmm. women that were trained in scuba diving, and um, 
they would basically put on the the, the mermaid suit, mm-hmm. you know, the, the mermaid tail, and they would do this for basically a show. You know, you have the glass. It was like a roadside attraction. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Well, I have another one, too, uh, very much like that, mm-hmm. and this is at the uh, Sheridan Hotel in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, mm-hmm. and it was originally called the, uh, it was in the 1950s, uh, it was the, called the Yankee Clipper Hotel, Okay. and um, they, they eventually, they, I guess the Sheridan bought it out, right. and uh, it looks it looks like a, like a large ship. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it's so. I mean, it's even the hotel is kind of like kind the big cool. captain ship we have downtown. Exactly, in in Baltimore, the Captain James. So it, it's basically a giant ship, but they have a a, a bar called the Wreck Bar, mm-hmm. like W R E C K, like yeah, a yeah, shipwreck. Yeah, yeah. So you can go inside the bar and uh, and and sit down, have a drink, have a meal, mm-hmm. and. Every Friday and Saturday, and they, they, they actually like post the, the times, mm-hmm. they also have uh, women in mermaid costumes that swim past, you know, and wave at you and do, you know, and they'll just swim. Like little acrobatic things yeah. and yep. twirls and, and stuff. They, and they do a show. Yeah. It was actually in the movie The Right Stuff. Yeah. I never yeah. saw it, but... Um, yeah, I've seen that. But yeah, so it was, uh, you know, something in there. Mm-hmm. So uh, if you decide to go uh, down there and check it out, they boast that they have Marina the fire-eating mermaid. So mm. she's a, a belly dancer that also does the mermaid does shows and does the fire-eating fire. and maybe a few, you know, different sideshow, you yeah. know, related skills and things nice, like that. That'd nice. be a really cool thing to do if you go down to Florida and yeah. check that out. it'd be awesome. So some other movies and pop culture and stuff like that? Do you have anything on that? Well, I have the wonderful 1984 movie Splash, mm-hmm. directed by Opie himself, Ron Howard, <laughs> yeah. starring Tom Hanks, Daryl Hannah, and John Candy. I just want to let you know that I did an express viewing of this before I came out to yeah. uh, tonight. Uh, I just got it uh, in the mail. Well, I, I have the you know the, the Netflix, Netflix yeah. account, so uh, I I I li- I think I watched two parts. <laughs> Uh, the very first part that's in like sepia tone, yeah. When little Tom Hanks falls into the water and then, and then the he gets little, big, yeah. Wrong movie, <laughs> wrong movie. There's no Zoltan in this. And then uh, and when he falls over in the mermaid, and then of course the uh, the moment where you uh, get to see Daryl Hannah come out on Ellis Island, right? Uh, and then you know they quickly throw the "I Love New York" T-shirt yeah, over her. Of course. Yeah, the, I watched those two scenes, and that was it. That was uh, it. I, that was all the time I, I had. Well, I had, you know, I was eating dinner, and I I watched those two scenes and came in. Yeah. Well, there's, but, a, I mean, there's a plethora, mm-hmm. a, m- almost maddening plethora of mermaid in cinema and TV. Oh, you mean like Splash Two, the sequel to Splash? No, not that bad. <laughs> Um, so let's see, let's, let's go through the, the short list I have here. 1904, mm-hmm. it was a black and white film called The Mermaid. Then um, you've got stuff like Merlin, the TV series in 1987. There was a mermaid on a couple episodes. The Smurfs, there was an episode. There was a uh, mermaid episode? Yes, there was. I mean, I remember the zombie episode. No, I do not there, remember the mermaid yeah, episode. episode 268, there was a, a mermaid. I'll have to check that one. Um, there's a 1966 movie called The Glass Bottom Boat, Mermaids, um, Sea Creature, that sounds like my kind of movie, 1955, uh, Divine Madness, 1980, Night Tide, 1961, Secrets of the Ronin uh, Inish, 1994, even anime, 
Vampire Princess Mio, 1997. Um, and these are all heavily mermaid-laden. Mermaid, mermaid, the mermaid episodes, mermaid movies, mermaid this, mermaid that, mermaid everything. Well, what about... I've even seen mermaid sushi. What about the most important 1989 Disney classic oh, mermaid? yes. The Little Mermaid. That was drilled into my brain <laughs> throughout high school and middle school. Anytime my art or my, my, my music or my... Uh, chorus teacher didn't mm -hmm. want to do a class Little Mermaid on the TV yeah that sounds like somebody that might have some personal problems yeah. they just every other day a Little Mermaid she sings a lot yeah yeah that's I all can, I know all those I songs probably my heart <laughs> <laughs> so but I mean it was it was definitely I know that the Little Mermaid was you know a, a wonderful movie, as you as it was you know, Joe. Disney fine, yeah. Mm -hmm. But it was it was not the same as the original. No, the no, original no. Uh, by Hans Christian Andersen. There, it's the, the original is much much darker. Yeah, it, it murder. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, it's violent. It's I mean, I, I don't even remember there being an octomade in Hans Christian Andersen's. Mm -mm. Yeah, so um, yeah, the, the the differences are, are they're pretty staggering. Well, I, I think I think she, she, uh, I think she commits suicide. She tries to, and then you know, and then um, and then the, the, he rewrote it at one point because it was yes. a little bit too dark. Yes, and, and then she she eventually, I think she turns into an air maiden or yeah, something like that. Air spirit, and, and the reason why is you know it's she's changing from one form to another. Right, and she yeah. wanted to become human, and mm. so she's changing from one form to another. But yeah. you, you know, like we said at the, at the beginning, we were talking about the the, the kind of changing. They're they're mm -hmm. magical creatures. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So, but uh, one of my favorite celebrations of mermaids, and I've been to it a few a few times. Is the Mermaid Day Parade? Oh yeah, yeah. So the, the the we're recording this in 2013 right now, and mm -hmm. the 2013 uh, Mermaid Day Parade is coming up on June 22nd. Yep. Now it, it happens at Coney Island. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and it's put on, I believe, m mostly by Coney Island, uh, uh, Coney Island USA. Yeah. Which is uh, the uh, the association for Coney Island. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. So. Um, and basically, what they tout is that uh, it's an artist's parade. It mm -hmm. has no uh, ethic, religious, or commercial aims. Mm -hmm. It is literally a celebration of artists and whoever wants to come and celebrate. Yeah. It's, it's an amazing thing. You, I mean, you know, everyone, of course, you can come dressed up as uh, whatever you want. Right. But it should probably be fairly nautical themed. <laughs> Just yeah, saying. Yeah, you know. So, but uh, this year, it's in a little bit of trouble. Okay. Uh, because of Hurricane Sandy, um. uh, it just really wrecked the whole coastline there. Mm -hmm. So um, I'm going to have uh, uh, this on the show notes. Okay. But they're also they have a Kickstarter going yeah. right now. I don't know whether the the cast is going to be able to come out before or after their Kickstarter. But either way, you can definitely this will come out before June 22nd. So you can go up and enjoy. Mermaid Day. Mm -hmm. Even if you're listening to this three or four years in the future, you can go and enjoy Mermaid Day. The next one. The next one. And yep. go go up there, spend your money, enjoy yourself, yep. have a few drinks, dress up like a mermaid, mm -hmm. and uh, and uh, you know, happy sailing. Yeah. So I guess the last thing that I just kind of wanted to talk about before we go okay. is Joe. Who do you think is cooler, Namor the Submariner? 
or Aquaman? Uh, I mean, uh, neither of them uh, really have fishy tails. That's true. But they are both uh, fish. Esque. Esque. Yeah. Fish creatures. So, of course, yeah. Aquaman is from DC. Mm -hmm. Namor the Submariner is from Marvel. Right. Uh, right. They, I don't know if they came out around the same time. I think Aquaman's been around. He's a been long around for a long time. time. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But, um,. I mean, he's got them scaly underwear. Yeah, I those mean, are pretty cool. Yeah, those are pretty cool. Yeah. So, um, Namor mm -hmm. can actually fly. He's got little wings on the bottoms of his feet, like Mercury. Really? Yeah, he can actually fly because he is um, he is the son of a sea captain and uh, the Atlantis uh, princess. Um, I forgot her name, but the Atlantis princess, mm. and uh, they had a, a child, and it was a mutant baby. Ooh. So he's like half Atlantean, half human, but he's a mutant, so that allows him to be able to, to fly. And of course, the super strength, yeah. and, um, but I don't think he has any telekinetic ability with, uh, with fish, but, fish, but yeah. Aquaman does. Yeah, he does, he does that like the sonar thing, the whoop, 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 mm -hmm. whoop, whoop. Yeah, and he actually can call uh, sea creatures, but he also yeah. has super strength, yeah, he but does. no yeah. flying, so yeah. I don't know. But he flies through the, through the water. Well, yeah, well, they Pretty... probably swim like crazy. I mean, yeah. yeah. I don't so, know. I'm, I'm saying probably Aquaman. Probably. Yeah, well. Yeah. I mean, this Well, is, I see where you lie. You know, I would mm -hmm. rather have an army of Architeuthis mm -hmm. at my beck and call. You know, just raise an army of Architeuthis from the depths. One of the, one oh. of the, one of the cool things I was reading about Aquaman is they, they say, as opposed to Namor the Submariner, who mm -hmm. is a, a prince, or actually I believe he's the king of Atlantis now. It just sounds snotty to me. He is kind of snotty. Yeah. He's a brat. Yeah. So he's the king of Atlantis, as where Aquaman is the king of the sea. Right. And technically, technically, if you figure out we are mostly sea mm -hmm. and not so much land. Right. He is actually the king of the most amount of space on the earth. Right. Yeah. Aquaman. I'm just, you know. It's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know how we got into I, yeah, that. Yeah. Okay. So I went there. So yeah. uh, that is our mermaid episode. How Mermaids. do you feel? You feeling fishy? I feel, yeah, a little sullied and unusual. You want to go get some sushi? And sing some show tunes? Sweet. <laughs> Let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> Down when it's wetter, take it from me. Oh, don't sing too much of that. Oh, we might have to right. pay. Yeah. All right, Sorry. guys. <laughs> well, thank you very much. Uh, I'm Christopher Scarborough. And I'm Joe Taylor. And you're listening to the Curioso Podcast. And we'll talk to you next time. Hey, is there any topics that you want us to cover? Anything that you want to talk to us about or let us know about? Email us. Feedback at thecurioso.com. Our Facebook, facebook.com backslash The Curioso Podcast. We tweet at Curioso Podcast. And if you have any five-star reviews you'd like to give us on iTunes, please feel free.